0: Happy December! Yay! I'm Rachel Poley with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 36, and this week's question is, which is the best way to write? Handwriting, typing, or speech-to-text? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like. So, let's talk about handwriting first. I like it. I think there's something very satisfying about handwriting and I don't know if it's because I'm on the computer too much or what, but I I do enjoy handwriting. I have written a couple of stories in a few notebooks before and I really love how crinkly the paper gets with all the ink. (laughs) The only problem with handwriting for me is that I write too fast and I have awful handwriting to begin with. So I often can't read what I wrote later on, but it does give me a good break from the computer. It uses up my notebooks because I have so many of them. I just keep buying new ones. And I do like using handwriting as a two-for-one because it's almost like a first draft. And then when you type it up on the computer, even, even if it's not finished, as you type it up on the computer, you you catch like any typos, if you will, you you made with in the notebook, and also new ideas can come up. So it's kind of like a, you know, writing and editing session. I can understand that.
1: I I liked handwriting when I was younger. When I got hooked on writing in general, I was quite young, and it was before computers were really common in houses. So if I wanted to write, I kind of had to use pen and paper and then I I eventually moved on to using a typewriter. And I do like the feeling of handwriting, though to me it is a little bit too slow and very messy. My handwriting was also really bad and I had to teach myself to write in capitals because cursive was just like illegible scroll. So, and that's, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to when I kind of had to do it. And I do make errors when I handwrite because, like yourself, I my brain goes too fast, and I just kind of I can't keep up, and so that i I will sometimes skip words or you know blur things as I'm going. I find it hard to change things because you're having to scratch things out, and I have that kind of annoying perfection streak where if I make an error, I have to strip the paper out and redo it. Because I don't want to see errors. I don't want to see scribble out, scribble out on the paper. And as you can imagine, I've killed a lot of trees doing that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I mean, at one point, I did used to scribble things out and then write little numbers on, and then I end up with like pages of footnotes that I have to try and go back, and I was constantly referencing back and forward, and I didn't like that. So while I appreciate it with a kind of nostalgia, I could never do it for like writing a novel. I love it for outlining, I love it for writing questions, I love it for thinking about characters and ideas and snippets of dialogue, but writing the actual story, even just a first draft by hand, is is just like, no. I am shocked
0: that people still do that, but just no, that's not something I could ever do. No, no. I love scribbling things out and then leaving it like that because, I don't know, it makes Uh. me feel like I, I don't know, it makes me feel like I'm smarter in some way. I don't, I don't know. It's so As, messy, oh, I hate it. who loves to be organized, I don't know, there's just something satisfying to see, like, the scribbles on the page, and it just, it makes me feel more productive. Like, I have so many ideas, and that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> but you're, you're nuts that you, like, <laughs> instead of scribbling it up, would you ever write in a, with a pencil? if i did i
1: i press too hard i'm one of those you know like really pressing so then if i rubbed it out i'd be able to see the indent and it wouldn't work either but i mean i i am awful i have written the word to do at the top of a list and miss you know like if you're thinking too far ahead and you put you know t or b or you like, oh i've had to strip the paper out and start again it's that level of crazy which is why i don't i don't do it too often i only do it with scribbled notes that i'm gonna type up later, and then it's fine. But I couldn't do it with a- with a- with a draft, and I couldn't do it with a to-do list that I was gonna work on for ages. I'd have to- it has to be perfect. It has
0: to be. All I'm thinking about is, do you remember that time, uh, we logged on to record a couple of podcast episodes, and I was laughing at myself because I had noticed that I wrote a to-do list, and I think I showed it to you. At the top, I wrote to do, and I- I did capital T-O space Capital D, but it was backwards. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> and I had written that to do list like a few days prior, and I didn't notice it. <laughs> Tell me again about your editing ability. <laughs> it's not there. <fair. laughs> there is none. <laughs> it's all a front. I have to say, though, like quick little fun fact about myself: I actually started writing just in notebooks. When I was probably 10 years old, I don't know, I was in elementary school, my books, my completed books were one-subject notebooks, and that that was it. My chapters consisted of a page long. Sometimes they would be a half a page or even just a few sentences. They, they were completed with, you know, bad drawings. And I would write a, a complete book from one end of the notebook to the other, and once the notebook was done, I'd be like, I wrote a novel.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's so sweet. Do you still have them?
0: I do, actually. They were. I, in, I think. Storage,
1: but. I think we're gonna have to see some pictures of these. I think that might have to be a Patreon, a, a, yeah, Patreon reward, like a little bonus. <laughs> we, we'll have to see some because I, I did the same. I used to draw. It wasn't as much stories, but I would draw characters, draw like awful pictures of characters, and then put like little notes and scenes and things in exercise books. So we may have to add some extra bonus content of awful drawings that we've done and some, and I'd love to see some of your novels that you wrote.
0: That, well, it was all like Ninja Turtle fan fiction. It wasn't even original stuff. Yeah, if I can dig them out, I will definitely take pictures and uh, show them off a little bit. It's cringeworthy, but it's hysterical. But... Thankfully as I got older I moved to typing. So typing, as I got older I started typing and I I wrote my novels on my family's shared desktop computer. This big huge block of a thing in our basement and I only typed with two fingers because I had like computers were like I grew up in the 90s so the internet was just becoming a thing So I typed with two fingers because I didn't know how to type. And believe it or not, I became a pretty fast typer that way. I prefer typing now over anything else because it's the fastest and it's already on the computer. So you kind of, you know, take that extra step away from transferring it from one place to another. And I used to use Word for everything, but now I use Scrivener to write my stories. Because it organizes things so much better and it'll compile it into an ebook and a paperback, which is just so much easier in the long run if you're an indie author. Although I still use handwritten notes and edits, like I'll still print out my manuscript and edit uh, hard copies and stuff. And I do my outlines in notebooks because I still I still need to have that that little bit of handwritten stuff. But for the most part, scrivener typing on the computer is the way to go for me.
1: I think you're right about the handwriting thing. It's also apparently good to sort of step away from one medium and go to another. It makes you, it kind of boosts the creativity a little bit, people have said, and also, I think it's like if you're only ever working on the computer, you're only ever seeing everything the same font size, the same color you do end up kind of getting that blindness to it whereas if by going away, doing something else, scribbling notes and then eventually coming back, you start seeing the errors so many errors, or oh, maybe that's just me, I don't know uh, but yeah, typing! well, I, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s so we didn't have computers back then <laughs> and I would use my mother's old typewriter um, which I did enjoy but again, it's, I was only limited to use it in the living room. I wasn't allowed to take it anywhere, you know, up to the bedroom in case I you know, broke it. I had to be supervised, apparently. But then I get yelled at for being too loud because like the pressure of writing on a, with a pencil, the intense pressure, I am a really hard key hitter. It's like, you know, I will crack that thing. And that would annoy people because she did this clack 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 clack. So thankfully, when I got my first computer, It was, you know, it was much better. And I was already a fast typer because I'd used a typewriter for so long. The only problem is a typewriter, you need to really hit those keys to make them go down hard enough to hit the ribbon. And then I got my first computer and I kind of broke the keyboard because I like whacked at it. And I had to learn not to hit it so hard. Uh, But the good thing about typing is, as you said, it is faster and it helps you keep up with your brain if it's racing ahead which ours does and it's definitely my preferred method as well and i can't see that changing anytime soon the only thing that's different is similar to yourself i've used different programs i started on microsoft works and then that kind of became obsolete so i moved to microsoft word and while i still use word for other things that i do love word i have also moved on to scrivener and wow when i first started using scrivener i hated it but I think that's because I tried it for like 20 minutes, didn't learn how to use it, and thought it was crap. And then I ended up watching someone's video that told me how to use it, and it was like, wow, this is really good! And I went back to it, and I love it. And especially as someone who writes in scenes, not chapters, and you have to move those scenes around a lot, because they don't, I don't just write scenes and that's in the right order, I write them all over the place. And having the ability to move and shift them around, and then build chapters, Is perfect. So yeah, I I do like that. I also like that it's kind of one program. You can put your character profiles in there, location profiles in there, and anything like that. Again, we're not sponsored by Scrivener, but we would be happy to be. (laughs) And before we do it, we'll have to do an episode about Scrivener, because we both use it, and it is really good. We'll try and, you know, encourage everyone else to do it, too. But yeah,
0: so far, typing. We'll put uh, Scrivener in our back pocket for a topic, an episode topic. But it's true, I did the same thing. I got a, because I participate in NaNoWriMo every year, you'll usually get a code for a certain percentage off, and then if you win NaNoWriMo, you'll get another code, but it'll, you know, be more off. So I had tried it one time. I did like the free trial for it. I didn't like it because it was new and I didn't feel like taking the time to learn it, so I didn't give it a chance. And then years later, I actually just got Scrivener in 2019, and I'm in love with it. I, I'm saving myself so much more time. I don't know why I didn't give it a chance before, but it's, it's really a wonderful program. And I, I know like some people, they'll write their novels on Google Docs, which is another great program to write on. But I don't know. I find Google Docs gets slow the longer the actual document is. So I can't imagine writing, like, a full-fledged novel on there, unless people, like, have a different chapter, like, have a different Google Doc for each chapter or something like that, but I don't know. it's massive. It does it best for me. I I like it. Like, with also with, like, Word, I don't know about you, but, like, when I used to use Word
1: years ago, and then obviously the updated Word, and now I've got, like, two versions, and sometimes they can go a bit funny. So I'm having to convert the old version of Word to the new version Mm -hmm. of Word, and I'm having to do that with all my Word documents because a few of them have corrupted a bit because the compatibility isn't the same, whereas with Scrivener you get updates all the time, at least I assume you do because I I get updates, and it stays relevant, that's not the right word, frequent? Nope. It's kind of like it stays updated. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What is is that word I'm thinking of? Stays updated. Um, and I find that so much better than software that can become obsolete. Like I said, works became obsolete and was replaced by Word. I don't want to find out that eventually Word's going to be replaced, and all those Word documents, I'm going to have to change to something else, so,
0: no. Yeah. Nope, exactly, I I hear you on that one. As for typewriters, though, I've never written on a typewriter, and I would love to. Every once in a while, I go on Amazon and I look up typewriters, and one of these days, I'm going to buy myself a typewriter and not yeah. have a clue what to do with it <laughs> <laughs> you need a good one you need one of the old-fashioned ones that you
1: know the ones with the the little like all the keys and have little sticks and they come yeah. right up that's, yeah. that's what i'm talking about none of these modern typewriters that technically look like a computer and they've got like a ball that rotates around it's like no no no. you want one of those where every key is on a, a stick and they jam together if you hit too many and you have to poke at them with a pen that's the level of, of <laughs>
0: typewriter experience you want to enjoy. All right, you'll, ha- you'll have to uh, give me some recommendations whenever <laughs> I'm ready to get a typewriter. <laughs> Definitely. And finally, there's one other way. Well, actually, there's probably more than just three, these three ways to write a novel, but we're only talking about these three for now. Is uh, Speech to text. This is a no-go for me. I have to say, I haven't tried many programs with speech-to-text. Well, oh, I say many. I haven't tried any programs for speech-to-text. <laughs> I've only done it on my phone. Like if I'm in the car or something and I have an idea and I need to just like quickly blurt it out, I will use my phone. But it doesn't catch everything. And again, maybe it's because I'm in my car, but it doesn't catch everything. And you have to like tell it to do the punctuation marks and stuff, and it doesn't really do the capitalizations for you. So it was just way too annoying for my liking, and I don't think it's a bad idea, of course, and I know that there are some people who do speech to text and they absolutely love it, and it works for them, and that's great for you, but for me personally, I just don't care too much for it, and I don't mind doing it on my phone once in a while when I have a quick idea to write down But to write a whole novel, or even like a short story or something, I can't. No, no. Not my favorite.
1: Yeah. I have actually tried a few programs that do this. One of the old jobs I had used a speech-to-text program called Dragon Naturally Speaking, and apparently it's quite good. And I did actually find that pretty impressive. I didn't get to use it much because it was actually for the directors, but we had to set it up, so of course we were playing with it for ages. And it did, pick, it did pick most of the words up, even words you wouldn't think, it seemed to be quite good at that. Definitely better than a lot of the cheaper programs that you can use. So I think if you are going speech to text, especially if you're, if you're someone who needs it, so say you suffer from like arthritis and typing or handwriting is not an option, speech to text can be useful, but I would definitely recommend paying that a little bit more and getting a good quality one. that way you're not editing most of the work. As Rachel said, any speech-to-text will usually require you to state the punctuation and that does break the flow, i found. And also, if you use it, unusual words, you will often, you will often have to spell them. And since I write fantasy, I have a lot of odd names of characters and species and places I wouldn't want to keep spelling that crap and to be honest I sometimes spell them wrong myself and have to catch that in the edit so no I don't like that (laughs) I also I find it weird speaking my novel thoughts out loud I don't mind it with the odd um the odd quick recording on like a dictation machine I will sometimes do that if I physically don't have a pad and pen. I'll put my voice recorder on my phone and just blurt it out. But I find I get really nervous, even if I'm in a room on my own and nobody else can hear me. I feel awkward and it feels messy and fractured. And I don't, I don't find there's a so much flow. You become more fluid with the speech. Similar to the podcast, if you listen to our earlier episodes, good God, they were pretty awful. <laughs> I love... hopefully we are better I mean I'm saying that people might be going you're still pretty bad but hopefully we are better because we got used to listening to the sound of our, our own voices and talking into these microphones so yeah maybe the speech to text would eventually be okay I'm not there yet I also don't like the disconnect of not like physically doing something like typing or handwriting there's a physical aspect and I don't know I kind of feel like I need that
0: well, I didn't realize it, but I do, I do need it. I need it. Well, that's the thing. I think there was one time I tried doing a speech to text on, I think like Google Docs or something. And I was speaking and I was just watching it type and I just, I had to edit it as I went along. And you're right. It does. It disrupts the flow of the whole thing. And then you forget where you were going to say. I mean... You guys all know this firsthand from listening to the podcast. I often, I need to, like, speak while I think and I'll pause in the middle of my sentences. So try do, try writing an, an entire novel like that. It's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made a good point, because you said as
1: you were watching it, you were editing. I find that speech to text f- almost forces that write-edit concept, whereas a, a lot of people, sorry, that write edit concept and I am trying to move away from editing while I write because I find it slows me down and I think speech to text would have that come right back around I would be I would find myself editing all the time rather than doing the whole novel with speech to text and then editing it as a separate phase I would be like look, i have going to stop every two minutes and edit and I think I don't think I'd be able to get away from doing that but that could just be me
0: yeah, it, w- it would just take so much longer. And I mean, when I've done it, the few times I've done it in the car with my phone, I obviously didn't stop to edit because I was driving. So I wasn't looking at my phone. But then when I did look at it later, I was like, what the, what the heck did I write? Like, I had no idea what I was talking about <laughs> today. <laughs> it's just one giant run, one, like, a, what, what is it? Run, run, run on? Run-on sentence. One giant run-on sentence. There. <laughs> See, try doing that speech-to-text. <laughs> run, 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 run on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, could you run? Delete, delete, delete! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, as I said, there are some people who do actually need it, or would definitely benefit from a speech-to-text, and I can recommend Dragon, naturally speaking, it was the best one I have tried, and, as I said, it is a bit more expensive, but I will put a link in the description below for anyone who wants to give it a try. But yeah, if you are going to try it, if you think that it might be beneficial, definitely try that one.
0: Yeah, I have heard of Dragon, and I, I have heard good things about it. I haven't tried it personally, but... hey. You do you, people. So there you have it. Those are our thoughts on handwriting versus typing versus speech to text. There's no right or wrong way to get your thoughts down on paper as long as you get the ideas down somehow. You gotta work, do what's best for you, and uh, you know, try a little bit of each and just see which one you like the best. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Do let us know which method of writing you prefer in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Podcast. If you want to get some extra content, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get some extra bonus content, including mini episodes. So tune in next week for another episode of The Merry Writer Podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Half Empty Notebooks. We keep buying more. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.